The Bible never tells you to love yourself. God loves you and he doesn't want you to hate yourself, but he never commanded us to love ourselves either. Today on Rooted Daily, we're looking at how this false gospel has crept into the minds of Christians and how we can purge it out for something better. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and I think when we talk about false gospels uh, that threaten our faith, I think we generally think of stuff like what John wrote about in his letters, people denying Jesus. Or we think about Colossians and the people who came to them with clever words to get them to abandon their faith. We think of people denying the reliability of the Bible, or they tell us to worship God in ways that aren't modeled for us in the New Testament. And we've gotta be careful and watchful of those kinds of false teachings creeping in. But I think one of the most devastating false gospels that's in the church today has largely gone unnoticed. I've heard it preached behind pulpits, I've heard it in small group or class discussions, seen it in Christian's Facebook posts. It is the false gospel of self-esteem. The idea that I can find worth from within. And I understand why it's there, why this has crept into our minds. It is the religion of the world. Love yourself, look after yourself, don't allow yourself to be judged, live your own truth. It's plastered all over this world. But let me rip the Band-Aid off early. It is nowhere in God's word. Nowhere does God say, love yourself. The closest thing to self-love that you can find in the Bible, and the verse that I hear quoted most often to justify this false gospel, is Romans chapter 13, verse 9. Whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. It's quoted by Jesus, it's quoted by James, it's quoted by Paul, and it's not new to the New Testament. It's a quotation from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. This is the royal law of love. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The question is, what does as yourself really mean? And the false gospel that sprung from the twisting of this verse to match the teaching of the world says that the reason people don't love others the reason we don't keep this command is because we haven't learned to love ourselves. And so to fix so many problems in this world, whether they're in our families and relationships between spouses and parents and kids, or if they're in our workplaces or if they're in the church, the solution is just to make people love themselves more. And eventually maybe that love will spill out on others. If only we had more self-esteem, we'd be kinder, more Christ-like, people. And so the goal then to keep this command, we have to train people to love themselves more. I can't think of anything that's farther from the truth taught from this command in the Bible though. In fact, I think that that actually swims entirely against the current of what this verse teaches. Let me get into why I think that. First, this biblical commandment isn't talking about how we treat ourselves. The Bible clearly, it doesn't support self-harm or self-hate. That's not at all what this verse is addressing. This command assumes that all of us love ourselves on some level, and we don't need to be taught at all to love ourselves. It is an assumption. Every person watching today loves themselves. It's the status quo. Now, some of us may love ourselves more than others. Some of us may struggle with self-hate 
even. But even in our self-hate, we're still focused on ourselves. The Bible says we're, we're still the main character in our own story without exception. It's human nature. You don't need to be taught about that. Now, secondly, this command has nothing to do with self-esteem. That's not the topic at hand. It's not about what you do when you look in the mirror. You know, the context of this verse doesn't support that at all. Your love for yourself is your innate desire to be happy, to be free of pain, free from hardship. That's ingrained in all of us. This verse never puts that form of basic self-love in doubt. So when Paul wrote this to the Romans, and when God first revealed this command in Leviticus, the as yourself part of the phrase was not the command, it was the assumption. Love your neighbor as you already love yourself. In Ephesians chapter 5, Paul is talking about husbands and wives and how they can love each other. And this is what he writes. Husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. To be clear, the way to love your wife more is not to love your own body more. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Ephesians 5, 28 through 29. In biblical terms, God knows some people struggle with anxiety. He knows some people battle depression and anguish and grief. God's not ignorant of any of that. But still, the Spirit through Paul says, nobody ever hated himself, but nourishes and cherishes himself. Everybody, without exception, loves himself. Whatever his self-esteem is, high or low, everybody wants food to eat and will do almost anything to get it when they're hungry enough. Anyone, everybody, wants to drink and not die of thirst. And we will do almost anything to serve ourselves when we get thirsty enough. Even to the point of suicide, we say we want the pain to stop. You know, the command to love our neighbor as ourself is not focused on the tail end of that statement. Because on some basic level, we love ourselves. The as yourself part is an assumption. It's not the command. And by making it the focus, we not only warp this verse into something it never was intended to be, but we undermine the very foundation of the gospel call. And that calling is the greatest one we could have. It's not that we shouldn't feel good about ourselves. It's that God has given us so much more purpose than that. Everything can be summed up into this. Love God and love others. But when we add love yourself, we take love that should rightfully be given to one of the other two. But if we read these verses as they truly are, love your neighbor as yourself, it is the most radical call in the Bible. Your love for yourself, whether that's shown by caring for yourself, you wake up every day, you eat, you drink, you do things you enjoy, Paul, Jesus, James, they all say, make the level of your own self-seeking the same as your level of seeking for others' good. God does not call us to stop loving ourselves. He doesn't say, look in the mirror and learn to hate yourself. You won't find that anywhere either. And isn't that a little surprising though? You know, here we are, sinful, lost, broken people, yet God doesn't say focus on that. He doesn't condone self-hate. Instead, he says, find your worth in me. Let me redeem you. And then take all of that focus that you naturally have and put it and reflect that same energy on the people around you. In other words, how do you pursue your own well-being? Well, look at someone else and pursue their well-being that way. Are you hungry? Go find a hungry neighbor 
and feed them. Are you thirsty? Give your thirsty neighbor a drink. Are you lonely? Find someone who's lonely and befriend them. Are you frightened? Find someone to comfort. Whatever you would do for yourself naturally, because God has given us this innate desire to take care of ourselves, go and do that for someone else first. If you are energetic in pursuing your own happiness, be energetic in pursuing the happiness of your neighbor. If you're creative in pursuing your own happiness, be creative in pursuing the happiness of your neighbor. If you are enduring, you never give up in pursuing your own happiness. Be enduring in pursuing the happiness of your neighbor. And if you feel that your level of self-esteem is low, you won't find your answer in this verse here. That's not what it's talking about. But go ahead and read places like Ephesians 3, and you'll see that your sense of self-worth never should come from what you see and feel in the mirror, but how our Heavenly Father sees you. Don't pursue self-esteem. Just open your eyes to the esteem that the Almighty God gives to you even when you know it's undeserved. Know that it is all possible because of the love of His Son who died on the cross, so we wouldn't have to rely on ourselves anymore, our sense of self-worth, but we could be transformed day by day to grow closer to God. And then the radical call of Romans 13, 9 is to reflect all of that energy that was once focused on you onto others. Say all the things I want, I now with that same energy want for you. That's how you find true esteem. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.